Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Football Social Daily. With German Donner Kebab. Now 40 restaurants across the U.K. Find out where at GermanDonnerKebab.com. Hello, this is Football Social Daily, your Premier League update for Thursday. And in the Champions League, Liverpool have exited the competition at the hands of Atletico Madrid. Diego Simeone, a masterclass summer calling it. Others aren't so sure, but what we know for a fact is that Liverpool won't be defending their Champions League crown this season. In the space of two weeks, they've gone from being invincible to being beatable. And we'll discuss how the Reds can move on from here despite the fact they're imminently about to lift the Premier League trophy. Also in European competition, Olympiakos, whose owner has tested positive for coronavirus, take on Wolves tonight. Wolves asked for the game to be postponed. UEFA said no, it will be played behind closed doors, as will Manchester United's game against LASK. We'll run the rule on those two fixtures for you two here on Football Social Daily. I'm Niall, alongside me in the studio, we've got Joe McGrath. Hello, Joe. How are you doing? You OK? Very well. We've got Adam... Brown as well. Hello, Adam. Hi, Niall. You okay? Yeah, I briefly forgot what your second name yeah, was. Yeah, I was going to say. Maybe a half not like you, second Not name. like you see him every day, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a hard name to remember yeah, Exactly. Yeah. I was just having an absolute mind blank. <laughs> the Champions League's where we're going to start, so we're going to talk about that to begin with. And uh, obviously we have to start at Liverpool's game at Anfield. Everyone was saying that with a 1-0 deficit to overturn after losing to Atletico Madrid in the first leg of this last 16 game, Anfield was the place that they could turn it around. We've seen it happen before. We saw it happen in dramatic fashion last season against Barcelona in probably what's Liverpool's greatest European night at Anfield, some might say, just the manner of the win. It was always going to be a challenge for Liverpool, but many people felt that it was doable for them. However, the game ended up being absolutely crazy. And although Liverpool seemingly battered them for what was 90 minutes, the score ended up a draw and it went to extra time. It was a wild game in the end. It's really strange. Uh, I mean, you look at the stats and Liverpool's shots, 11 on target, 16 off target. Um, it, I don't know. It, it was a it was very strange. I mean, I don't want to you know, dismiss how good uh, Atletico's keeper was as well last night. I thought it was, oh, was absolutely yeah, I thought it was class. Um, I did think a lot of Liverpool fans are going into it. And I, not just Liverpool fans, I think generally football fans thinking 
Liverpool are going to do it. I really thought they were going to do it. I thought at home, you know, the whole Anfield Champions League nights, yeah. it's, you know, it's stuff of legend in it. The atmosphere, <laughs> you can't beat it, all the rest of it. I was really surprised with the way it went. Um, <clears throat> and I don't know if, I, it's hard to pinpoint it. A lot of people are saying that the, the, the strength in depth isn't there for Liverpool. I mean, they've obviously they won it last year. So, yeah. but you know, everyone even felt last year it was it was a stretch. I think in terms of the squad, and it just depended on a few of those players stepping up in vital moments. And I think that when you're looking at the keeper last night, yeah, point, fingers pointing at him, obviously. Yeah, we'll talk about Adrian in a little bit, but I think maybe people are trying to find excuses for the reason Liverpool lost, Joe. Is there anything more simple than just saying they're a football team, they got beat in a football match and they've lost the last couple of games? It doesn't mean they're all of a sudden a terrible team. No. It just means that they've lost a few games. I think people are always trying to find reasons and excuses as to why a team loses. Sometimes it just isn't your night. Trying to fly flaws in uh, the way they played. and they, You know what? They were all right. I, they're, uh, they're attacking um, first half and second half. They went all in on Athletic Madrid. It did look at times that they were going to get the better of them just unbelievable saves and just things didn't go their way and there's times in football and we watch this as football fans where you just maybe kind of get to understand how a game of football is going to play out doing shots don't go their way looked is on certain team side keepers on fire yeah and yeah. for some yeah. reason I mean obviously as a United fan there was a season where every single uh, goalkeeper who turned up to play at Old Trafford had an absolute worldie uh, I think it was Jose Mourinho's first season that game last night reminded me of the keeper having a worldie and then just Athletic Madrid finding a bit of luck and turning, you know, let's get this right, they won 3-2. Yeah. And aggregate, they won 4-2. Yeah. They actually went to Anfield and, and, and won. That's not happened in a long, long time. Mm. So, you know, that is a big, big, big result for them. Uh, I just thought everything was on their side and they've got to make themselves, um, you know, get themselves through to the quarterfinals. I feel like Madrid, will they go further than that? I don't know. They just had Liverpool's number over two legs. The thing is, you know, let's not take away from Liverpool here because... Again, the possession stats, the the passing, the the amount of clearances Madrid made in you know compared to Liverpool, they were, Madrid were up against it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Liverpool completely do, completely dominated the game. It's just that the one thing we've seen Liverpool do this season, and probably for the last two or three seasons, is they've been really clinical in front of goal. They very rarely, you know, they get a chance. They've got players who will put the chances away, but for last, last night for some reason. It just didn't happen. I think I'm kind of going with what you said, Niall, about it's just a football team who yeah. just, just didn't have a good game. Well, it's not even they didn't play well. It, it yeah. just didn't one, happen one for One of them. those games, isn't it? Yeah. Every single player on that team that started the level was unbelievable, apart from the goalkeeper. Yeah. And the goalkeeper is getting a lot of the blame and it was the, the sort of chink in the armor. It was the person who, who let Liverpool down last night. But that, you can't really... You know, if you're an unbelievable team, you, you've got to take the hit as a team and you can't blame just one player or you can't really let your season be turned if one player is injured and can't mm. actually play the game. It's a crucial position though isn't it goalkeeper and it was a tale of two keepers last night. Oblak was very good for Atletico Madrid, Adrian poor for Liverpool. There was a moment in which uh, Atletico got themselves back into the game which I think is the moment that most people will pinpoint as, as the turning point in the fixture when he goes to clear the ball and no one really knows what he's trying to do, whether he's trying to pass it, boot it upfield, side foot it, lace it. No one knows. Anyway, the ball rolls to Adrian and we've seen Alisson do this so many times, comfortably pass the ball to a teammate or pick someone out from distance. And uh, he just passes it straight to the Atletico Madrid man and they go on and score to make matters worse. When the shot comes in, he slips, loses his foot and whatnot. 
uh, probably was in the wrong position anyway. But certainly those mistakes aren't going to help you. Uh, but if, it, if there is ever an example of it's just not our day, one keeper's on fire, the other keeper makes a stinker. Yeah. It's difficult because obviously, you know, if you've got a squad uh, when you've got, you know, if you get a problem in defence, you get a, you know, a big injury to one of your defensive players, you, you more likely will have someone who can come in and, and, and do a job and fill in, uh, even in midfield or, you know, wing, any other position apart from goalkeeper, pretty much. You, you can have someone who can do a job, but if you've got a keeper who's hugely inferior to your first choice keeper, it's really going to be magnified. I mean, obviously Liverpool have had issues with the goalkeeping area for a while. Obviously Mignolet and then yeah. when they had Carrius, there were mistakes when he made the Champions League final. But you look at, this, this is what I'm starting to think, the teams now need to have a backup keeper who is only slightly worse than their first choice keeper. But is, are you going to find someone who's willing to sit on the bench for mm. 80% of the season? And mm. you mentioned Carrius there. There was a lot of abuse that yeah. was directed Carius's way. Yeah. And we saw some of that come to light again on social media last night. Here's a screen grab of some tweets after the Adrian mistake from Liverpool supporters or purported Liverpool supporters on Twitter. And uh, the bleep button's going to get a hell of a batter in here. F*** Adrian, hope you die, stupid Seriously, f*** die, Adrian, says another. Adrian needs to die, says one more. Another says, Adrian, go and die. Another fan says, Adrian is done out here another one says i wish adrian dies in a field bleeding to death slowly wow i mean we this is just that's yeah these are all people are trolls though they're not real people the people sitting behind keyboards in the safety of the home home thinking that the 10 men and they're literally not and uh, if they ever met adrian would they never ever ever dream of saying it to his face and the same people who when adrian filled in early doors in the season for allison and he had to be fair to him he played really well remember when right at the start of the season best reserve keeper in the league and all that stuff yeah Yeah. oh what a signing i'm you know we brought him in from west ham and oh he's been amazing just what we need and he makes one you know one mistake all right he didn't have a good night last night but it happens even the best key look at david the other week i know the game against everton wasn't anywhere big as the champions league game but He's one of the best goalies in the world still, and he makes everyone makes mistakes. Edison yeah. makes Edison for City the other yeah. week against United. Yeah, against United. Yeah. You know it, it happens, and you just think you know if you're second choice keeper, he's your second choice for a reason. He's it, not he's not as good, but the hit of an injury, and that's what having a squad's all about. A goalkeeper, it's the one of the most difficult positions to play on the pitch. It's it's ridiculously hard, and now goalkeepers are expected to do more than just shot stopping. And I was having a chat with. Uh, Jim in the sports social office just now about this before we started recording the podcast about how much a goalkeeper's job has now changed. A lot of people go, well, well, he's a good shot stopper. But for me, that is the bare minimum you need to be to be a top Premier League goalkeeper Mm -hmm. nowadays. A good shot stopper, you you wouldn't be between the sticks if you weren't any good at that. However, now they're expected to obviously command their area, come and catch crosses, um, be able to pick out a pass from 80 yards like we see Pickford do, play out from the back, be good with the ball at their feet. We know Pep Guardiola said Edison's the best penalty taker at Manchester yeah. City. Well, it can almost now, it's a weird thing that's come around in you know the past couple of years more so, that your keeper can almost set the tone of the kind of football you end up playing, weirdly, where <laughs> yeah, normally that would be dictated from midfield off from the back. Yeah. But if we have, if Edison is missing for City, Claudio Bravo is our second choice. I know he was Pep's kind of, he First brought him in, yeah, yeah. and mm-hmm. we realised he wasn't good enough to do it. But now if you if we lose Edison, we, we can't really change the entire way we play no. just because we've not got a goalkeeper that's as good as him. And Bravo can do that. He's just <clears> not as good at yeah. doing that's it as thing. Edison. I think, yeah, yeah. I think what, what I want to see is these roles, these big roles, and they are expected to, to be doing so many different things, but maybe the teams that will do well in the future might be those teams that can just simplify things. Mm. The Atletico Madrid keeper, he just had to save. He just had to make sure no goal passed his line. And same with strikers. We expect so much of strikers, uh, different roles, they're getting on the wing and they're playing deep or what. They, really, 
I just want them to score goals. I want them to put the ball in the back of the net. And on that note, Firmino scored last night for Liverpool. His header went down into the ground, hit the post, uh, and then he tapped in the rebound, which kind of fell for- yeah. favourably yeah, yeah. for him. However, he's a number nine, and I call him the glue in that Liverpool side because he kind of brings Mane and Salah into play, and he's exceptionally good at what he does, arguably the most important of that Liverpool front three. However, that's his first goal at Anfield all season. We're now into the early stages of March. It's his first goal Mm. at Anfield all season. That is remarkable for someone who wears the number nine on his back. And I know numbers don't really mean that much in terms of football shirts nowadays, but surely you want your striker Firmino to be doing more in that situation. Yeah. I mean, Martial, I think, has got a better assist and goals He's ratio. He's like the Jesse Lingard of... Uh, of <laughs> oh, it's yeah, going to cause yeah, a bit of controversy. I mean, Niall can go more in on Liverpool, but Niall seems to like Liverpool a lot, so he doesn't want to angle it that way, does hey, he? Listen, yeah, I you respect... Don't, you don't, I can I tell in this podcast, Niall doesn't want to go in on Liverpool. You know, Basically, <laughs> I, I, we've not mentioned the fact they're out of the Champions League, they're out of the treble. Firmino's record is shocking for, as, in terms of goal scoring this season. Awful. Yeah, yeah, he's because, bad, isn't he? But you could argue then they don't. That's not his job in that team, is it? Really? Because he's he plays deeper than than you know. Obviously, Mane and, and, and Salah are more out wide, but a lot of the goals come from out wide. Those wide players come in and they, they score a hell of a lot between them. Mm. So it's kind of they over, they compensate for the fact that he doesn't score many. But he is like the glue that holds that front line together. And yeah. when he's missing, the other two get worse. I always yeah. think that in. in you know, there's not as many chances created, and I don't know. Just something about him, his presence in that front three, really, really does kind of help the team overall. But I do agree. I think it did surprise me. I heard it, and I thought, is that right? Yeah, crazy. First goal. I mean, I know yeah. he scored away and stuff, but yeah, I, 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 people have compared him to some all-time Premier League greats. I've seen people on social media saying he's better than Burkham. No, no, he's not. No, no he's, he's not. not. No, definitely on. not. I don't totally agree with you. What you did mention there, Joe, is that maybe we're not bringing enough attention <laughs> to the fact so Liverpool are out of the Champions League. They're, when a, they win this Premier League now, this is going to be in this, drawing the same hat as uh, Leicester's You uh, said Winty. something wild, yeah. Blackburn's 95 team, if they're oh. better than that. Let's just talk about... I mean, I offered a Liverpool fan in the uh, uh, in the office there, uh, Salah or Shearer, and he went Salah. What a load of rubbish. Let me tell you Shearer's stats for his 95 season. 42 appearances, 34 goals. Wow. Yeah, wow. I'll take Shearer. Yeah, you take Shearer. Listen, Liverpool need to... This is going to be the best team of all time. And it's just crumbled underneath him. It, and it's on via many different avenues. But no, they give it out so they can take it. You're not the best team of all time. You know we're close, if anything. I, I just put you underneath Blackburn. I'd say so the, you think the Blackburn team is better than this Liverpool yeah, team? Yeah, because it had to beat man, a good Man United team. It had to beat a good Sir Alex Ferguson to win the Premier League title. Liverpool have just had to beat an all right city team and Pep Guardiola. Yeah, an out of sort. No, an, an out of sort city team that's yeah. had big problems and big defensive big injuries. Problems, uh, no, I, I do think that. Listen, they are good, but I think the pro- they've been amazing this season, and it's still going to go down as a great season for them. But at the same time, I think because a lot of Liverpool fans are toasted quite early about we're going to do this, 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 and this, and we want to win the Champions League again. We're going to be centurions. We're going to. Every, it was too early and I thought and I was like listen yeah you know what you've got a massive cushion in the Premier League you're going to win the Premier League but anything can happen yet so in 13 days they've gone from being undefeated and possible treble winners to now being out of the FA Cup out of the Champions League and, and lost to than, Watford in the Premier League and worse than Blackburn no no wow listen you know the problem of it is I've said this a couple of times when you're at the very top everyone wants to see you take a fall and it does speak volumes yeah, it so a, does, lot, yeah, a yeah, lot of yeah. United fans I now and City fans as well, 
you know, taking great pleasure in the fact that Liverpool are knocked out. But that's what has happened for years. It's British culture, isn't it's it? It's happened for years. Yeah. You know, when City, you know, when City were right at the top, everyone wanted us to lose. When United, United had for twenty years, you know, from Liverpool fans. Okay, let me ask you this: just a final one on the Champions League and that kind of uh, perspective on on other teams in Europe. As Manchester United fan, Manchester City fan, are you sat there cheering for Atletico Madrid? Because I hate when people go, "Oh, you should support the English teams in Europe and all the rest of it." It's just absolute rubbish. If I'm a, you know, if for instance, for my team, if our greatest rivals were in Europe, I'd be, I might even fly out there myself and get in this, get in the home stand. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I don't understand this. What's your take on it? Yeah, I, 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 I don't. I feel like harsh saying it, but I, yeah, they'd want a flight to win last night. Last night, I think it's partly because it's. One, I thought I don't want to face Liverpool yeah. as, as a city in in Europe for City because I know what they're capable of in Europe. But yeah, you know, I just I, kind of the, the way that I've saying they've been kind of toasting about we're going to do this, this, and this, and there's something quite nice about seeing it crumble. That makes me a horrible person, I know, but no, it's British culture. It is, mate. They'll say the same about City anyway. When we, you tell me Liverpool fans won't be saying the same if City get knocked out, oh, 100%. of course they will be loving it. 100%. Anyway, Liverpool out of the Champions League, which means we will have a new winner of the tournament this season. <laughs> Liverpool have, Liverpool City? made the last two finals. No. Can you see that? Yeah. An English winner I of the Champions League. So we've had Spurs and Liverpool knocked out in consecutive days. Chelsea look like they're going to be knocked out by Bayern Munich. It's an unbelievable difficult task no, for Frank I, yeah. Lampard to turn that around I can't see that happening no. I think they're gone Manchester City with the advantage over Real Madrid they're going to be the only teams left in my opinion what a great advantage to be taken into the second leg as well like what a great thing you know, I think we're in a great position and I've said this I said it on the podcast it's the sort of thing where there's so much, so much uncertainty this is cloud over City at the moment in Europe it's the sort of thing that can see yes. happening. When that, when you always, always say it in football, when something, there's a question mark over it, or there's been a bit of <laughs> yeah, a, a yeah. kick off, it almost spurs the team on a little bit more to think, right, do you know what? We're going to, what are you going to do about this? The pressure's off in a way. Yeah, yeah. The pressure was so on. I mean, let's just, uh, when I talk about pressure, we, I did something, uh, a little podcast, and it was to do with City, and it was to do with City coming down on the TV filming something. And this was all in the build-up because they were making a documentary towards City possibly going on and winning the Champions League. This is what the documentary was for. Mm. There was there was pressure from all angles of City to do last year. Mm. There was TV crews filming stuff. There was Amazon, that was the yep. year before. There's a lot of pressure. But now City are City this season, not doing as amazing in the Premier League. The pressure's off a bit. Yeah. They let him go. Yeah. I think. I think you'd be surprised. And, and City I think well. the thing about the fact that City aren't doing as well in the Premier League, and we've we've known for a long time that it's gone. I think Guardiola can take his foot off the gas a little bit in Relax the Premier League. Yeah, and I think you look at it, the times when we were saying this before, weren't we, Joe? We were chatting about this before we started the podcast about teams that have won the Champions League, and it's hard to win your domestic league and the Champions League. It's really difficult. When Chelsea won it in 2012, I think they finished sixth or seventh yeah. in you know, the Premier like, League. Yeah, so it's it's really difficult to mean to, to sustain that because obviously looking at squad rotation, squad depth, it all comes into play. So I think now City have got the opportunity. We're not going to run into any English English teams. You know, we can concentrate on that. We've secured Champions League football in theory for next season, or the, the position that would get us Champions League football. Go all in the Champions League. Great, mm. great opportunity this mm. season for City. This is Football Social Daily, your only daily Premier League podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe. You won't miss another show again. We'll be back after this quick break, where we'll be talking about our English teams in the Europa League. Football Social Daily with GDK. Taste the difference with our quality ingredients and lean succulent beef. Yeah. 
Football Social Daily. Subscribe to the podcast now so you never miss an episode. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Niall. I've got Adam and Joe alongside me in the studio. We've been discussing Liverpool's exit from the Champions League, but now we focus from the premier European club competition to maybe <laughs> the lesser one, the Europa League. But that's no disrespect to Manchester United and Wolves who are in action tonight. In difficult games, behind closed doors, Manchester United play Austrian side Lask and Wolves play Olympiacos respectively. Now, of course, many of you will be a f- will have been following this coronavirus story. It's um, I don't want to say it's ravaging Europe, but certainly in terms of the sporting schedule, that's certainly what's happening. We are awaiting information from the British government about what's going to happen with the Premier League and further sporting fixtures, whether they'll be played behind closed doors. Prime Minister Boris Johnson is currently chairing a COBRA meeting in which the outcome of, uh, of that will be revealed very shortly, I'm, I'm sure. So if we find out on the podcast, while the podcast being recorded, we'll let you know, of course. But it looks like... In the next few weeks, games might be played behind closed doors, if not suspended. So we'll keep you up to date with that here on the podcast. As for Manchester United, their game against Lask in Austria will be played behind closed doors tonight. Manchester United have said they will pay 350 quid towards the travel and accommodation costs of each supporter who bought a ticket to watch the game, which is good on Manchester United. Yeah. Often they get a lot of stick. <clears throat> um, those at board level at Manchester United get a lot of stick. That's a nice gesture. 350 quid might not cover the entirety of the cost of watching a European away game, no. but it certainly helps, doesn't it? Um, and a lot of fans will still fly out there, I guess. You've got time off work. You might just go and explore the city. So they might, instead of watching the game, might have a bit of spending money. I don't know. Uh, and some might just cancel it altogether. But yeah, it's nice of United to do that. They often, when the back's up against the wall a bit, do stuff like this. And they are, they've got a lot of money to, to throw about. That 350 quid is nothing, really. Mm. That's a week's wage for a player, isn't it? it less, less. Considering they probably had a thousand people going out there. So what's yeah. that? Quick maths, 35 grand. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing really, is it, in terms of United? Um, but, you know, fair enough for doing it. They didn't have to do it. Circumstances are so weird at the minute. It's going to be such a weird couple of weeks just watching football and being part of this football life in every aspect of it. It's going to be absolutely bizarre. What? And we're going to watch United behind closed doors today. And I've never, never seen a game like that in my life. What's no. the, um, like the, the feeling towards the Europa League for United fans? Is it just a bit of a... I always think it... I don't know. Is anyone like kind of up for it? Yeah, I think after a little couple of wins, we're up for it because it's there for it's, United to take. Isn't it's there it? for, in a way, it's there for United to take. In a way, obviously, it offers a Champions League spot. So if we've got a team that is quite firing well at the minute, we can rotate a bit. We've got a couple of strikers that can move from one place to the other. Marshall can drop out of the squad. Agarlo can enjoy himself up front, see what he can do in the in a team against Lask. Next thing you know, we're in a quarterfinals, and then it's only. Well, I say it's only three games, it's double in it, so it's only five games to go if, if we get through from last. It, it is a lot of games being thrown at United. Hopefully Rashford might be back towards the final. Could give a little spur on Fernandez reinventing what the team looks like at the minute. We haven't got a really tough Premier League running. If you look at United's running, Spurs is our next big test on, and, on uh, the midweek. Not playing Yeah, well. but I think we'll get a Mourinho masterclass. He always loves to do that. Leicester's our final game of the season, but in between that, Brighton, Crystal Palace, teams that we can hopefully roll over. Yeah. Well, and Leicester might have already that, yeah, Leicester yeah. might have already qualified for the Champions League by that point yeah, as well. Yeah, dropped off. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you never um, know. This game against Lask, not many people know who they are, but they're obviously in the Austrian <clears throat> division. They're top of the Austrian division by six points ahead of the impressive Red Bull Salzburg, who we've seen in the Champions League this season. Of course, Erling Haaland was playing for them before moving to Dortmund, who incidentally got knocked out by PSG last night in the Champions League. So Lask, um, they're not going to be any mugs, Joe, but you still, no. still expect United to get the victory here. Yeah, and it's not going to be easy, though. 
Um, I think Lask will make it difficult in the first half, but then back to old, I mean in the first like back to Old Trafford, you'll see United victory. Yeah, I, I think United will will get through this game. I think you'd expect them to. Um, and as you say, Adam, I think maybe when you get to these latter stages, I know it's last sixteen tonight, but that's when things you know get more serious, don't they? Well, I'm just looking at the other teams that are in that, that are still in with a shout, and you think who really? I'll tell you who this who scariest team is. Inter Milan. No. Who? Wolves. I'm well, scared of Wolves. It's an interesting Wolves one. Wolves have done us a couple of times, and in a final, it, Wolves could do us again. Yeah, I, I think Wolves will, will go far. I think they'll do all right, mate. Yeah, uh, I think they'll do Rangers well. are still in. Yeah, Sevilla Sev- Sev- and Roma, by Roma. the way, has been called off as yeah. well due and, to coronavirus. And, and so's Inter Milan. There's a good Qatar, amount of teams yeah. left in. Yeah, there. I just think there's no one there, there that I think United. We got a lucky draw with Lask. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, but I think uh, I don't. There's anyone there that I don't think United can go up against. Well, if you come up against Inter, Manchester United, it's say they get through against Lask and you draw Inter. I don't <laughs> think. Well, the old boys. I don't yeah, think Ashley Young has Ashley Young gone on a permanent, so so he can play. But if he he's played play. in the Europa League this season for United, I'm not sure if he's allowed to play. Is he? Ooh, yeah. uh, also, he, that, also, Lukaku, Sanchez. if you come up against Roma, Smalling won't be able to play because he's on loan. Sanchez is on loan, so he won't be able to play. Lukaku will be able to play. What's United's plan all along? Yeah, yeah, with the Europa (laughs) League. It might might be um, a a different situation to what we're expecting. It's still so crazy to think that we gave so many of our players to an Italian club. It's crazy for me to think that the Italian clubs wanted them. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. But yeah, there they are. We just want, just didn't want them. I think United, big bit of a big run, bit ahead of steam. Old Trafford Knights. Under the lights, that's the only hope we've got in making our progress in Europa League that good. Because obviously, went to Bruges, Bruges was difficult. It was one all. We took a one all draw back to Old Trafford, one five nil. I'm not saying we're going to win. I'm not saying that's how we're going to go, but I could see it being a draw tonight. Back to Old Trafford, we win. Breaking news: La Liga has been suspended, so no longer will be playing behind closed doors. The league entirely has been suspended. So that's a developing situation there. We we await and see Premier what's League happening should, in the Premier in, League. Indefinitely. Wow. Yeah, La Liga suspended, according to the information that we've got here at Sports Social. Uh, whether that will happen with the Premier League, we don't know. But of course, we'll keep you updated on our Twitter account where we can, at the Sports Social. Um, it'll be like having a one big long international break. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll have yeah, to wait yeah, and yeah. see what happens there. But seriously, this is a big, big situation for for the globe, not just for sport. And I think we need to really caveat what we say here and you know, make sure that when it impacts on football, we don't say that that's the be-all and end-all for us yeah. because people's health is more important, in my opinion, 100%. than playing football. Uh, you know, it is as much as we love it and as much as I never thought I'd ever say this, it is just a game. It, it really is. Of course, Wolverhampton Wanderers trying to get their Europa League game against Olympiacos called off tonight. To no avail, the Olympiacos owner tested positive for coronavirus. He also owns Nottingham Forest. He's been in contact with Arsenal's players. Arsenal have been in contact with... Portsmouth players and Wolves and, and Manchester City against Arsenal was called off on Wednesday. It's just all one big cluster and no one really knows what's going on. However, this game will go ahead in Athens, despite the fact Wolves wanted it off, Adam. I'm surprised. I, I'm really shocked. I thought, especially after the, the owner has tested positive for coronavirus, I really thought they'd just go, listen, let's not take the risk, you, you know. Um, but there must be, I mean, it's difficult because you've got so many different, you know, clubs, competitions and countries and different cultures and you know what I mean not just in football but just as a wider kind of you know narrative that's going on now so it's hard it's, it's not like one overall decision someone can't just step in and go listen let's lock everything down you know it's, it's really difficult I'm surprised I mean, it seems to be going on a game by game basis at the moment it's so bizarre the the thing with the European football is there's a lot of money riding on European football yeah. if it's TV rights if it's just the actual attraction itself 
it must take a big thing for the league to say we're going to stop that because that also has a lot of money behind it. Y- European ties, they're just... I don't know what how what's going to happen or what's going to... This is going to have to be suspended. But again, it's just one of those things as a football fan. We just... Obviously, there's a bigger picture, but you, your teams in competitions, you know... In a way, giving Liverpool a bit of stick at the start of the podcast, God knows what's going to happen with the Premier League. Mm. You know, I, well, you know, they are the best team in this this yeah. this Premier League, and they deserve it. it is That's a, hard for me to say. It's another just theoretical at the minute. Where if say if La Liga, that's it, we don't get any more games this season potentially, right? What happens when the Euros? Yeah, so that would be crazy. because. Well, I, th- I think we we spoke about this on yesterday's show, and I think Marley made a good point yesterday. So if you listen to yesterday's podcast, apologies for going over old ground, but I think Marley said. Um, or Lee Whitehouse, even who was on the show, said, "Why not move it to 2021 and just scrap the Nations League, mm. just do it next summer and play all the remaining league games in the summer, start the season later, and you know maybe scrap yeah, one, scrap one like of the cup, cup competitions for one season and fit all the league games in on the Tuesday nights where you could have had a cup competition. For instance, for the EFL, it would be the Leasing.com Trophy, and yep. for the Premier League teams, maybe the League Cup, yeah. and we'll get rid of that you, for a season." You like to think that all these big executives who get paid a lot of money. Have an idea, have things. a plan. Yeah, they've got to be, and uh, if not, the, I know the hopefully then something like this, it will also help us plan for the future, future yeah. events. Well, let's like say if the big leagues like that yeah. are now uh, sort of you know <clears throat> shutting down, then surely it's got to be a bigger, big impact on international football. Well, we've just mentioned Manchester City versus Real Madrid with the La Liga being suspended. We might not even see that game go ahead. Exactly. So uh, Manchester yeah. City's game against Real in the Champions League is now in doubt because yeah, of that. Of course it is because they, well, they've had a reason. They've had a reason to shut down. They're obviously concerned. They're worried about the spread of it. But then you also go, you know, even the other European competitions, Champions League, uh, Europa League. You think, well, if they're not playing in their, you know, they're they're not playing domestically. No. How can they then continue to play in Europe? Europe? No. And then we saw Madrid fans in Liverpool last night. Lots to talk about. So many discussions we can have. Uh, but Manchester City versus Real Madrid in serious doubt now. Uh, the training ground at Real Madrid is actually in lockdown because of coronavirus as well. So wow. we'll have to wait and see what happens. Uh, also, Bosnia have made a request to UEFA to postpone their 2020 Euro playoff semi-final against Northern Ireland. So it's all going on. It's literally rolling into my newsfeed as we speak here on this podcast. Let's get back to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Yeah. Presuming the game does go ahead on Thursday evening in the Europa League. Olympiakos, many people saying that Wolves have got a good chance against them, but they did Arsenal over, Joe, Olympiakos. Yes, so, I mean, did do th- Arsenal over. I think it's going to be difficult. Uh, Wolves are one of those teams that maybe not a lot of other clubs will will sort of think of and maybe wonder where the threats will come. They will see that they're doing okay in the Premier League, but Olympiakos might look at them, look down on them a bit, and I think that'll be their, the, the first bad thing they do. Is actually think to themselves this is going to be a bit easy for us Olympiacos needs to know that Wolves are a big attacking team and they've got a way of playing football that has ripped some big clubs apart in the Premier League especially uh, speaking as a United fan they can dominate games they can get goals in uh, tricky places they can make sure that they are you know going away with a win at the end of the in the game and in a cup competition you know they've got a manager who can do oh, I, 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 he looks like a, a passionate guy you can get a, a squad of 11 riled up like you won't believe cup competition you could see them flying all the way to yeah. the yeah. Um, behind closed doors as well we know that um, Greece is a difficult place to go for visiting teams where's the cliche bell can't find it but it is with all the, the flares and the atmosphere and the flags and stuff behind closed doors will that play into Wolves' hands do you think? Yeah I, 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 I'm kind of indifferent towards this I'm not really sure how it's going to affect things me you know what I mean I don't I, how much does it affect the players' psychology when they step onto the pitch? It must be so strange. They must actually think, oh, that's what it's playing Sunday League. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They finally get a taste of Sunday League football in that same, but in, in a massive stadium. I don't, I don't know. I mean, 
it's, it's alien for both teams, I suppose, isn't it? But it's, you've got to think that Wolves are going to take something from it in the sense that they, they won't have that kind of, you know, going into the lion's den kind of thing. And, you know, they won't have all the the, the, the aggress, aggression that you sometimes get from the Greek mm. fans and other European countries. So I think it could play into Wolves' hands. I found out uh, a couple of days ago that Adama Traore has actually dislocated his shoulder three times this season. And he's wow. still suffering with extreme pain in his shoulder. So... We'll have to wait and see whether Nuno selects him or, ever, or whether he's even fit to play this game. If he is missing, how much is a, is a blow for that for Wolves? Because even though he might not be the most gifted player in the Premier League, he's certainly one of the most fear, fearsome. I'm quite scared. I wouldn't want him running at me. I think he's one of the most feared players yeah. in the Premier League now as well. And, and he's, he's, he would stun them, wouldn't he? Yeah, I think it's just because he's the physicality of him as well. I the think speed. Like, and, spe- yeah. A lot of the time, you, you see, obviously, his record is not the best. He's definitely one of Wolves' best players. But yeah. I think a lot of it is just the worry about what impact he can do against you just from the physical side of things, really. But I think he's a big miss if he doesn't play, definitely. Although I do think uh, squad-wise, Wolves have got quite a, quite a decent squad depth, actually. Mm. They've got a lot of players you just kind of forget they've got and then they've suddenly they come on and they can bag, bag a goal. So I think they, they'll deal with it, but I think it will be a loss. They've played a lot of games this season, though. Oh, yeah. Do you think that will come into it? I think it's got towards... Now we're getting towards the end of the season. I think I, they have played a hell of a lot of games, actually, when you think about it. Um, but they seem to just roll on, and, mm, and the, 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 if anything, the, the form of the Premier League seems to be improving <laughs> yeah, in, a, in yeah. a weird way. They do well. Yeah, they went on a little, little cup run last year. Got to semi finals of the FA Cup. We don't forget that trip to Wembley. So they're used to playing cup competitions alongside the Premier League and doing well. Still can't believe they didn't get to the final, and Watford managed to beat them in that FA Cup semi. But yeah. they do well, uh, and it could see the uh, the only thing that really might spook them is the two legs that you got to play in Europa mm. League. Hey, you had to grab that. Two, two, legs legs, two legs in your league. So how would you yeah. dictate where the games are played then? Just look at the draw. Look at the draw. Or a fight. <laughs> well, <laughs> Adama. Say, the yeah. Wolves will pick yeah, Adama yeah, for yeah, their yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah. Can I just say, I've just done the maths on my wild... Um, the statement before about how much United will be paying out to United fans. Right. It's more than I said. Right. So I just want to apologise. A thousand times 35... 350 is not 35 grand right. it's higher than that it's 350 grand right, okay. uh, and only 700 went so now doing the maths the United are going to pay out 245,000 pounds so it's a lot more it's than a week and I apologise for making such a rush yeah, but it's calculation still, it's, still, it's a week's wages for a player I was going to say it's still less than what you're paying Alexis Sanchez probably. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very cheers this has been Football Social Daily from Sports Social thanks Adam thanks Joe thank you cheers Niall make sure you subscribe to the podcast you'll never miss an episode again every single day of the Premier League season despite the fact that we could have a suspended Premier League season we'll still be here for you as much as we can here on Football Social Daily so hit subscribe also follow us on Twitter at the Sports Social we'll keep you updated where we can about the situation in the Premier League but that's it for now and we'll speak to you again tomorrow Football Social Daily with German Doner Kebab, Slow Cooked, Succulent Meats, Toasted Breads, Fresh Cut Salads and our signature sauces. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.